0: This week, In and I are diving into the second part of the ten e-commerce sites that we've learnt a lot from over the years. So let's get started. Hey, In, how are
1: you? Hi, Mark. Good morning. I'm very well. Awesome. I'm fine. How are you doing?
0: I'm all right. Yeah, yeah. Um, so this week we're going to continue with the our top 10 um e-commerce sites now just to preface these these aren't our like amazing amazing most go-to sites they're just something we've learned from each one that was kind of like an aha moment so um last do you want to go through the ones we went through last week ian
1: uh, yeah sure um yeah yeah the foot the foot the, there we, we, we've got 10. <laughs> And I would agree with you. These are not these are not sites that we think. Yeah, you must go and copy these things. And actually, that's the worst thing that you could possibly do. we just took one element from each one. Mm-hmm. Um, but but again, be very dangerous about about taking this list and, and thinking this is you know going to make the, your e-commerce business convert better or you know grow your average order values because it's like walking down the high street, seeing a shop and thinking, oh yes, I like that shop. And let's say they sell, you know, luxury cashmere jumpers. Oh, it's a beautiful shop. And you then, but you sell flip-flops to 20-year-olds. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, you, you, you'd lay out the shop according to your demographic and what you're trying to do. And, 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 you know, what's the mission? Is it problem solving? Is it an emotional purchase, et cetera, et cetera. So the So this isn't, you, you can't copy, you know, and I think in e-commerce everybody wants to find a one-size-fits-all magic wand. And that just doesn't exist. So, um, yeah. But everyone likes
0: to tell you that it does. Lots of You've got to find of, you have to find where you copy and where you don't. It's nice to stand on the shoulders of giants. You just gotta make sure they're the right giants. Yeah. Um, that's it. In the yeah. first place. That's it. So So the list yeah. was
1: number one, in no in no particular order, in number one brook linen, and we like brook linen because their well most most notably their data capture was good email data capture was was pretty good and their their email sequences were were excellent um and in terms of their behavioral based email sequences hmm. um that was good their photography's good they were they 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 taken a commodity thing that was bedding and made it feel really exciting hmm. um but I think Jen, they, I, I always reference Brooklynin. Brooklynin.com is an American brand selling bedding. I reference them for their email. Go and sign up to their email sequences and go and see what they see what they do because they always seem to have a lot. You'll be amazed how how much they email. Yeah. during the initial sequences. To Be honest, one, If you
0: yeah, I was just saying if you can't go through the five that that slowly, otherwise we'll be here forever because well, we'll it, listen to the previous be, you've podcast
1: around. Just because you faffed around with your,
0: your your headphones. It was technical difficulties again. But we've really we have only got half an hour, so let's get okay, let's Just, just let's go right. through the list and then we'll we'll crack on. To right. the big six. Big dog,
1: big dog for the way they kept, they started to do capture email through the weekly deal. Yeah. System. Amazon.co.uk for um, introducing many many world first e commerce practices before they even existed. Um. Wayfair for wayfair.co.uk for having a wonderful navigational flow and helping people on that product discovery yeah and and then com for presenting a beautiful positioning as well yeah positioning yeah. so we've done so well isn't it yeah. 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 yeah 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 yeah
0: that's right okay so that was the five yeah Amazon Wayfair made awesome awesome so number six is one I've put onto the list and to be honest, I, it's not a site I look at a lot, but it was, it was it's called, they're called Lens Store and they sell um, content lenses. So I'm just going to bring them up on the screen in front of me. Um, they sell content lenses and what struck me quite strongly um, once is when i i was asked to do a um i think we were doing something for contour lenses and looking at different art you know and i was going into all these competitors and i was doing a price match comparison on you know like one day akavi or something like that and i went onto their website and um and looked at the prices and i went well we're 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 a lot cheaper than they, those guys and uh, and then put them in a price comparison and they went into google shopping and i noticed that their price was cheaper than my price and what they they were doing was they were having uh different prices depending on which channel you came through on so if you came through as a normal visitor to the website like Lens Store, you'd just see like $15.99 but if you came through Google Shopping you would see $14.95 or 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 whatever the the price they needed to be to be the cheapest so they were obviously using you know, something like Pricing or Scuddle or something like that do price analysis and then discounting every single product down to if they had the margin down to the price that needed to be, but only for the only for the traffic coming through Google Shopping. Yeah. And that was kind of like a big like, oh, gosh, you can do that. And obviously, since then, we've rolled it out on loads of different sites. But it was the first time I'd seen that where I'd kind of gone, oh, mm. that's interesting. That's how they're doing it. And it and kind it's... of made me feel, yeah. Different and different were, users have different price,
1: um, you know, uh, yeah. variability. And, and they' still and that and that, that that business is probably one of the biggest. The Lens Len store KDK is probably one of the biggest uh, buyers of of media. Yeah. They're, they're spending the most, and so they're you know they're converting probably better than everybody else. And the logic I think behind it was was that they knew that the customer was price sensitive on the first time they bought yeah so if they're in google shopping and googling you know Acuvue moist content lenses you know they they can buy from anybody you know you mm. know they're, they're you know they're not loyal they don't know who lens store is so they know that once once they buy they're not as price sensitive
0: yeah because you just else. go back to this content that you bought before and they, they've got my thing it was and, it was fairly cheap well, and it yeah. less and less on the second order. Mm. Yeah, you trust them
1: and you get on the email and you can send them notifications and you can send them a text message saying, hey, do you want the same order
0: again? You set them up on a subscription, you're in. So you not, know what? As... Lens Store would hate us saying this because this, they probably think this is their secret weapon. Um, mm. And um, so it's out. It's out. It's out. But, but they tell you, it actually sh- does show you on the product page that it's... You know, you said cut price. It does, but the thing is, this, if you came, if you were a customer and you were coming to the store, you and, and also if you were someone, you know, like not that savvy with, who was um, doing price price comparison, maybe getting yes, you know, so go and go and scan my competitor's site without having yeah. the, the prefix. You know, you would get completely different prices. So
1: this, this is whenever we say something like this, a, a customer will quite rightly say, "Well, hang on, this is going to really annoy my customers." You know, they're going to go, oh my God, you know, this isn't fair. Mm. I came on and I, I, you know, I bought, it was £15 last month and this month it's £20. Yeah. Um, and I, that's wrong. But but I think, I think actually it, it it very rarely happens, particularly in in something like content lenses anyway, because it's only, it's a small difference. But at Lens Store, I've been doing this for probably knocking on 10 years now and it may have been the one thing that allowed them to scale above their competitors because a lot of yeah. the other competitors probably were running a cheaper price all the time for existing customers and mm. new. um and it may it allowed lensor to uh, to be able to bid more aggressively yeah um, knowing that their, their roas was better and the, the other moment.
0: thing they do which we like is that we know that content lenses is price sensitive. But the other thing is for someone who wears content lenses, every time you order some content lenses, they quite often email you back saying, oh, by the way, we haven't actually got those in stock. It's gonna be three months, which is really annoying if you can't run out of content lenses and you can't see. So the other thing they do that's really good is when you put your prescription in, they have this kind of like loading bar. You don't have a look on the product page. You'll see that it's almost like something's going off to the warehouse, checking the stock, and then coming back to you and saying, yes, expected UK delivery tomorrow if ordered by 10 p.m. It looks dynamic, like it's actually going off and actually mm. looking that up, which is very different than kind of just saying, yeah, it's in stock. And then, you know, yeah. it's that it's that kind of overcoming that anxiety around and it just the same- and I trust them. It's just no. the same
1: thing on the basket too, shopping basket. And yeah. I,
0: I think that's brilliant because I think one of the biggest
1: anxieties when you're buying content lenses, content lenses online is, will it arrive? When's it going to come? Yeah. Will it come yeah. before my, my hockey game on Saturday? Yeah. Will it
0: come before I have to go and do that? And yeah, so those, those two things are, are are really good. So the next one is one you've put on the list, for House House of CB, Ian. So do you want to, you want to introduce yeah. those guys and why you added up to the list?
1: Well, House of CB was a business that one of a, a client that we were working with was heavily influenced by at the time for their look and feel. And House of CB is a, it's a it's a fast fashion brand, and I think the fast some of the fast fashion brands have done a very good job of creating engaging content around mm. their products. And of course, I mean that that is, that is what the fast fashion brand is. You know, you're not buying a jumper, you're buying the feel, the look, you know, the lifestyle that that's going to give you and House of CB, I think, did a really good job Job of uh, they had like campaigns. And I thought, go to the homepage, and it's just awesome in terms of how they, you know, they, they, they'd they intersperse video, and they'd intersperse campaign shoots, and they'd intersperse real user generated content. And, I mean, House of CB is not allowed. There's lots of them that do this just as well. But House of CB was one of the first ones I looked at a long time ago that I felt was really lifting the products away from being, here's a product, buy it. You know, mm. you were really buying into a whole um, lifestyle. Yeah. And it continues. So they do it on the homepage is good. On the category page, they do things like they'd have the normal product listing category page and but rather than just having a simple grid of you know three products across 10 you know 12 products down they'd intersperse that grid with video so in that Mm. in that category page you'd have some of them would be products some of it would be video and it just it just lifted the whole thing the site just looked really good and then and then you'd have the campaign shoot so all of the content around the they'd launch a new you know, spring, summer collection or a little, you know, they'd, it'd be, normally they'd, they'd, they'd launch like a, a, a short run of product and they'd do a big campaign around it. And, you know, it would be a photo shoot and it wouldn't necessarily be, you know, really expensive photo shoots, but it, it would be in some Instagram, it would be some behind the scenes, you know, on the photo shoot, there'd be, um, you know, a lot more, a lot more emphasis. And, and it was just, it just tapped into their target market really well. Mm. And I just thought that if you're, if, you're, if you're that type of brand, that's what you want to emulate. That's, yeah. that's I mean, obviously, they're not targeting
0: me or uh, me or you. They're targeting no. a woman of a certain age who's got a lot of disposable income and wants to look very glamorous. And, and, um, but you can see it's executed very, very well. I mean, I'm literally looking at it for the first time. Yeah, and there's something about the photography. There's a certain look of the photography that kind of gives it, it, it. I always feel like a business does well when it's in aspirational stuff, when it has its own voice, and the voice comes through not only in the copy but also in mm-hmm. the imagery. You can like almost say that is a House of CB image, and then yeah. there would people would know what that is. And yeah. that voice is important to to get right, especially with these ones. I mean, it, it's similar yeah. to some of our. Some of our customers who kind of get the voice right as well, um, yeah. and th- they they just have a very you know it's like when we first start working, we say that, that we don't know what our voice is, but it's not that. It's kind of we heard it first, and then yeah. they kind of found the groove, and they kind of knew what it was. And once they knew what it was, um, but it's it's the starting to kind of understand what it isn't um, is probably is probably yeah. half the half the battle. Yeah. Awesome. It, okay. Yeah. Um, so the next one we've got on the list is AO.com, and I think people would probably know AO, AO.com. I mean, it kind of came, it's been around for a while now, but it kind of came out of nowhere when it first launched, um, yeah. and suddenly it was like, wow, it's, you know, it, it you know, it's this electronics retailer that's, it's really helping people find stuff. I think, hmm. I mean, that's why we put it on the list was mostly yeah. like the, the ability to navigate people to the products they need was... I mean, it was it was, it was was a bit of a game changer when it came out. The only well, other think... one we'd seen it
1: was that printer one. Yeah, printer land. Yeah, yeah. printer land. Well, I mean, the story of AO.com was that there were two guys in a pub and the founder of it was saying, oh my God, it's so difficult to buy, you know, white goods. You know, I have mm. to bloody take a day off work. The delivery driver comes, you know, he doesn't even come when he says he's going to come. He won't take the old one away. Um, you know, it's an absolute bore, like. Um, and he said, you know, well, "Well, if you think you can do it, go and set up a go and set up a website." That's the story. Yeah. And
0: it's probably a did... lot harder than that. <laughs> yeah.
1: Just <laughs> off you go.
0: Well,
1: what he did? Yeah. What AO.com's done is they they say, "Well, we're, we're we're selling other products. You know, we we you know, it's not our own products. You know, we've got to answer the question: Why buy from us?" <laughs> And this yeah. is something that we talk about in the podcast all the time. If if you get clients, who are, if you're selling other people's products, the main question you've got to ask is why people should buy from mm. us. And because the value is already there often in the products you're already selling because they've already researched them. They already know what they want. May be, they may not quite know exactly what models they want, but they, they, they kind of know, you know roughly that they want something. And mm. you've then got make to them, make them buy from you. And AO.com did that very well because they always have price match promises they always have a little offer on they always offer to you know take the old appliance away you can Mm. upgrade to the latest warranty um you know the delivery slot you can choose within an hour delivery slot and it's guarantees to come and if it doesn't come you then get you know compensated it's just slick
0: yeah, the whole, the whole experience. The whole thing is, is kind of like removing the anxieties, creating the reason why you buy from them, and at the same time getting you to the product. And I think what these, yeah. cust- these people did, like AO, they, they allowed people to find the product that they also wanted on the mobile as well as the desktop, which is what wasn't yes. around before that. Yeah. You, you know, you were kind of like, if I want to buy a fridge, I've got to go onto my computer. There's no way I can do that on my mobile.
1: Whereas and one of AO, the first things yeah. that AO.com did. Was, and this sounds so obvious now, but you you start the navigation experience on your mobile and you'd mm. add to Basket and at some point they, they, they'd get your email address um, yeah. and then you'd get an email on your tablet or your desktop and you'd be able to recover the cart and carry on your shopping experience regardless of whatever device you're on. I mean, Amazon have done this for years, but AO.com did this very early on as well. So what I mean by that is they were able to join up the experience of shopping on a mobile desktop and tablet mm. by making it all cross-device-centric. And that, that yeah. sounds very simple, but it wasn't around a long time ago. It
0: look and feel, actually, it reminds me of a New Zealand website called PB Tech, who sell computers, and they've done very well as well. Um, they've yeah. grown massively over the past five years because similar kind of things, just being able to find what you want on your mobile, you having a very and the easy navigational of... Navigation the way that they
1: it's really the good way they yeah the way they, they categorize their products and they understand how people shop is mm. is brilliant and we were doing this for the for a golf company recently and we were looking at the biggest golf supplier online and how they actually um, do their navigational flow which is in line with what the users want and it's mm. it just makes it so much easier if you really and it's understand it's, it's
0: one of those things that once you've done it it seems so obvious it just yeah. It's like one of those things, well, obviously, yes, we do that, but it, until you've seen it, until you've done it, it isn't obvious. And what also is important is knowing what to amplify on each page, because there's certain things, if if you're selling other people products, is is what you actually amplify to the user. It's slightly different than if you're selling your own products. And those tweaks yeah. can make a real big difference. And you can see, oh, yeah, I'm just looking at the page now, they're, they're very good yeah. at amplification um, of the different stuff. Yeah. Um, there's the second to last one uh, we've got on the list is Spoke London, mm. and I think you should speak to this one more than me, Ian, because you've done a lot with men's fashion and they are men's fashion. I yeah.
1: Do. Yeah. 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 Spoke so. London. The interesting thing about Spoke London, London, well, is we started looking at them because they were growing very quickly. So they went from zero to you know, many millions in about three years time. And that was interesting um because hey well you know how are they doing that what's happening and and then generally as as a brand we were impressed with them because they hit the biggest anxiety head on so they're selling chinos traditionally men's trousers chinos and one of the biggest problems of selling men's trousers online is that is is it going to fit me you know that's the biggest anxiety buying, buying clothing online, but particularly trousers and particularly for men, is is it going to hit? Is it going to fit me? What happens if it doesn't fit? That's the biggest anxiety, and so they hit that straight head on with something called the Fit Finder, and I, I think this was probably about two or three years ago, and it, we see it all the time. We, we've we've rolled this out on quite a few sites in in the interim, but they had this mm. Fit Finder, with took, took took you through this little size um fit finder questionnaire and it said things like what's your wrist size what's your inside leg size what's your um you know questions that you wouldn't normally get asked so you normally say what's your you know what's your leg length what's your wrist size uh, what's your waist but they were asking other things um like are you are you are you muscular are you skinny are you average are you tall are you you know what's your body dad game? bod All i'm going through of, it now. Yeah. Yeah, i'm
0: putting in dad bod Oh, yeah, hulky Harry. And I don't know what I am. I mean, I'm slim Jim. Uh, I don't know. It's difficult. Uh, so, Average Joe. There
1: we go. So you're taking this through this quite, and obviously you'd normally go, oh God, that's a barrier. That's not. We've got to get them to the products quickly. And it's like, no, no, no. What you what they're doing is they're giving people reassurance that they're taking their biggest anxiety, which is will it fit me, very, very seriously. And they're saying that we are, we have, you know, we're much, much better at understanding how these trousers are going to fit you. And the reality is it's probably a bit of filler that, you know, it's basically a trouser waist and a trouser length. And do you want slim fit or casual or relaxed Mm -hmm. fit? That's probably it, what everybody's already doing. But they're making you feel that they're taking the anxiety away and they're hitting Mm -hmm. that anxiety head on. By addressing, fit. and that and that's why I loved it as an example because the tech, the biggest anxiety is, you know, will it fit me? And they're hitting that, and getting rid of it, knocking it out of mm. the park, mm. and and the rest of the site is quite nice. You know, the, the 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 content around it's quite quite nice. The homepage is quite good. How it takes you through the little steps, um, and yeah, and
0: they've grown very successfully. I I you yeah. and we I know we've implemented this on on the sites on um, that we've done, and I haven't talked to you about it. But how how's that gone? and, and have you seen some benefit from you know are people using those tools and
1: yeah is it good i mean people 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 are using them um i think you know i think the difference between spoke london is that you know as a new customer you're heavily encouraged to use it like on mm. the home page you, you know you could you know it's like it's in four pages so that's that they really want you to go through that journey yeah. but a lot of the other sites sort of tag it on there say oh not sure what you need and mm. it's a little button. Whereas a Spoke London one, it's like, right, no, this is, you have to go through this process in order to shop with us. And, they, they're, have giving, they have, the right.
0: and they're giving, I have to give their email address at the end to see, to yes, see the results right. as well. So, right. you know, it's yeah, like, um, right. yeah, it's it's, a, yeah. it's, it's so kind of like.
1: I think, otherwise, they're good... basically going, oh, here's a load of Chino's, like, what do you want? Yeah. You know, they're, like, they're like throwing, you know, we've said this before, but they're throwing the brochure catalog someone walks in the shop and they're throwing well they're throwing a load of chinos at you
0: like what do you want mate well it's interesting Uh, actually yeah yeah, it is interesting because you know sometimes i've had a site where i've had like a a buy button at the top or this is not e-commerce this is kind of different to what we normally talk about like when i'm signing the book for example i used to have a button right at the top of the page Do the split test uh, with and without the button at the top and taking the button off the top actually increased the conversion rate. Now you, now you think, well, why is that? And it's because it forced people to scroll down to have a look, because obviously just one everybody wanted to know how much the book was. So it forced people to scroll down, and as they're scrolling down, I'm forcing them to see the videos, the testimonials, the Amazon bestseller, all those kind of things. And it's the same thing with this, it's like Spoke just puts the stuff out there. Um, you know, it's going to be the same as everybody else, but if they force everybody to go through that, that fit finder, yeah. they have something that everybody else doesn't do for those people they've gone through the fit finder. they know what fit they are and they're going to be much more likely to buy something specifically from spoke because they've given them a tailored a tailored fit service. so sometimes forcing people to go down one route is actually well, better like, than oh, it's letting them do the the thing that they want to do and it's counterintuitive
1: it is counterintuitive and and it's one of the biggest annoyances i think when you hear people in e-commerce saying well, a one-step checkout is better than a three-step, and you know, a three-step checkout is better than a five-step because it's faster. Oh, and on the, on the, you know, on the category page, we want them to buy straight from the, the, the category page. Oh, and we, we don't want them to go to the basket. We want them to be able to click, click straight into the checkout. Thinking that making it faster is going to increase conversion rate. But if you think that you know, somebody might be on this website, this, this Spoke London website, maybe once or twice a year, if we're lucky, you know, it's it's it, they don't want a super fast experience. They what they want. I mean, I'm not talking about website speed, but uh, but I'm talking about if if Spoke London had just said, "Here's the product," and hadn't taken them through this quite long winded process of of uh, showing them the fit, they 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 they, they wouldn't have a business because they'd just be like yeah. a jack of jack of all you know, commodity, Someone here's some trousers.
0: Yeah. So I mean, what we're what we're saying is is that. It's not always about, because it's this kind of like, you know, there's minimizing quick clicks, you know, get them, get them checked out with minimizing clicks and all that kind of stuff. But actually, sometimes you might have to take them through a path so that their anxiety is reduced and their desire is increased. And that, and to do that, you might actually have to do, you might have to add a couple more clicks in. And it's, you know, you split test it and you work out that, yes, so those, those extra couple of clicks are actually giving us an extra 30%. So we're gonna have those extra public collection. It's not always it's not always about ergonomics, is it? In, yeah.
1: in terms of it's not always, it but you have yeah, mm-hmm. you basically you yeah. have to split test. and that's why you know this is a specific use case and it wouldn't if you were selling you know groceries online and people added ten things to the basket.
0: Yeah, you, know, you wouldn't yes, do it for like you a do. carrot. No. Decide which carrot yeah. you need. It's like, no, it's you know, it's it's horses of courses. Um yeah. and the last one and again this must be one of yours because i I, i've not seen these before either this is dream cloud sleep um yeah that you've got um so just you want to talk talk to that one i mean that's quite an interesting website as well this was
1: yeah this was just a a, this was a little curveball thrown in at the last minute because this is right what i'm doing right now in my life right now i'm buying a buying a bed and a mattress and Um. um we moved house, you know, and we're still living in the the bed, the old bed and the mattress that we had. And so I'm looking around, and you know, this is this is a purchase that I will make maybe once every I don't know, five ten years, something yeah. like that. So, and then I'm not then I'm not going to be in in it. So when I'm in the market, I'm looking around and I'm having a look and I'm seeing who's played, you know, who's playing well. And there's a couple of sites that made me feel that they were doing a pretty good job. Dream Cloud Sleep. Was one of them because there's a there's a what they do is they very much they warm me up. They they make it they they take away the anxiety by doing three three hundred sixty five night day trials. They have a forever warranty. That I can do finance on it. I can do it's free shipping. They really go into the, the detail of why this, the mattresses are better. The, I feel like it's amazing new technology. There's loads of social proof. Just like me, there's people here that have benefited from it. It's like it's overwhelming evidence that this is going to be the best, best goddamn mattress that you've ever seen. And mm. they're taking away all the risk, and there's an offer on mm. and it's like oh god this is, and I was joking with Zoe I said oh there's an offer on is it because obviously we know this is what yeah. we do um, but yeah there's an offer on sale ends in 15 hours 29 minutes and it's 300 pounds and yeah. it I've, just does everything right just listen so that,
0: listen to these it's like 365 night trial sleep all four seasons before deciding if dream card is right forever, forever warranty Maintenance premium experience over a lifetime. If you're not 100% satisfied, get a full refund and zero uh, percent finance. So they've just taken all the anxieties away. And yeah. probably what they've been able to do is, I mean, if they're going direct with these mattresses and cutting out the middlemen and people and all those big stores that sit there holding mattresses, and they use it, they're taking that some of that uh, product margin and they're putting them into these yeah. policies, like 365 night uh, night trial. And they're using that margin to, to add to their marketing arsenal, aren't they? They're not seeing it as a product cost. They're seeing yeah. it as um, a marketing cost,
1: aren't they? Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, I don't, I've don't. i got no idea how to compare the price of a mattress anyway. You know, so, yeah. you know, if it's your own brand, one of the biggest levers you've got is your pricing architecture. They can decide what price they want to price it at. Yeah. And, you know, and they can put it all in. So, but it, but I wouldn't have been bothered about the offer architecture until they'd added desirability and convincibility and that's what they've yeah. done. So it's yeah. just a very
0: it's just worth checking it out. Yeah. So the it's they, the what they they've, they've mapped work. out the mind map of the person yeah. buying a mattress and they've gone through well, the first thing isn't about you know whether we're going to deliver it on time or what the offer is it's like they've got to be convinced that they're going to sleep well on this mattress. So they start there. And then yeah. once they've convinced you of that, then they're taking it. They're they're you know unlayering the o- the onion until they get to the to the right uh, you know yeah. to the right well, place. Well, they're
1: doing that. They, they they're showing the desirability, and then they're backing it up with loads of social proof. And mm. then they're taking away those anxieties around mm. well, what if it's not as good as it says? And you know, and and they're doing all the guarantees there. And then they're doing it's free delivery, and you can get it tomorrow. And then. Mm. There's an offer architecture just to tempt me oh it's going to run out its an offer it's going to run out so they're yeah. just taking you through that if you, you know that remember that that five salesperson podcast we did you know the greeter the add to basket yeah you know, the basket to check out the average order value the life to
0: customer value um they're just doing that they're doing that flow really well what is um oh when you go to these websites where, that we like if, if you look at the product page everything's big like the 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 text is big, it's easy to read. I there's so many sites that have small text, and you know, for the, the anybody who's gone over fifty, has problem reading small text. So if you're you know if you're having small text on your site, you're kind of getting rid of, I don't know, thirty percent of your market who you can't mm. be bothered to go and get the glasses to go and look at the website. It's just big, it's bold, and it, it tells you all the inf- information that you want to see. So, you know, it's it's well well done. Well done with it. Sounds yeah. good. Awesome. Well,
1: Thanks thank you very me. much,
0: Ian. Thank you very much, Ian. I know a pleasure. I, we've, we've rushed through those a little bit, but I think we've gone through them in, in, in enough detail. Well, it's because you and were faffing around with your headphones. That's, That's just, we've run out of anyway. time. Yeah, it's because we're busy people. I've got meetings, people to see, time's money. Yeah, it's all good okay awesome well i'll speak to you next week ian and um, have a good week everybody and uh we'll talk soon thank you bye bye bye